Well, it's about time for another podcast, so here's episode 140 of The Lost Trail Runner. Well, I'm out in my backyard, and I thought it might be time for another podcast, so I thought I would think about things to come up with. And uh, one of the things that I've always had problems with is it's better to strive for consistency than perfection in training. Uh, There there are many times that I've ended up skipping a workout because I felt that I couldn't do it the way I should. So I just, you know, lost my inspiration and I wouldn't even do the workout. And I should have just gone ahead and started, you know, and at least got some miles in. And maybe after I got going, I would get inspired and I would actually do the workout the way I should. But in the past, I haven't done that. So now I have just... Finally, after years and years of putting workouts off that I should have run, just decided that it's time to, if I've got, say, uh, like today, I've got a magic mile workout scheduled, and I'm going to do it later this afternoon, and even if later this afternoon all of a sudden I go, well, I just don't think I'm going to be able to do that the way I want to. The thing is, I just need to go, right? Just go and go, well, I'm just going to run three miles because that's what the magic mile workout is for me, three miles. A mile warm-up, a fast mile, and a mile cool-down. So if I get started and I get that first mile in, I may just, you know, be ready for a fast mile. And if I'm not, well, I'll just keep running a slow mile and still get a three mile workout in, whether I get a magic mile workout in or not. But at least I'll have gotten in some mileage and that's where I've always fallen down on this whole thing. So I just had that thought and I thought I'd record it and it would be a good start to a podcast. Uh, I'm heading out to Stone Mountain to walk for a couple of miles, so I'm going to record while I'm in the car, so I'll see you there, okay? I'm in my car, headed out to Stone Mountain. I'm just now leaving my driveway. I have a magic mile workout scheduled this afternoon, and... I figured since it was a nice day, the sun's out, temperature's about 70 degrees, I was just going to go out to Stone Mountain and maybe walk for about 45 minutes. And then this afternoon later, I'll do my uh, Magic Mile workout. I am trying to get more consistent. This, This whole... Ever since 
the COVID thing started, I, I can't say it totally wrecked what I was doing. It did in the respect that since all the in-person races were canceled pretty much, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of incentive to train to try to get, you know, that much better because all of the all of the uh, virtual races I've done have been pretty much like training runs to get a medal or a t-shirt you know <laughs> not really a uh, race because who are you racing against most of them don't even have age groups they're just like you know sign up if you turn in your time after you've done your run then you get your shirt and medal particularly with the run disney races and uh, the fidipides challenge that i'm doing uh, it's it's a mileage based type of a virtual event where you try to get in that distance uh, within this year which is not a, a you know that hard of a thing to do we're talking a little over 300 miles in a year and I'm at uh, right now I think since I started I've, I've got like 207 I think the last time I looked at it and once once you finish that then you get your I guess you get a medal and a t-shirt I don't know I, I, <laughs> I registered a while ago and I, you know, I registered just to do it. I wasn't even thinking that much about what the rewards were. So today it's a little afternoon time and I'm planning on going out and walking on the trails for about 45 minutes, maybe an hour, just depends on what mood I'm in. I don't know what the humidity is going to be today. Sometimes once you start walking and you start getting sticky, you just don't want to <laughs> walk anymore. When I'm running, it's different. When I, when I get sweaty when I'm running, I, it doesn't bother me. But when I'm walking and I start getting sweaty and I just kind of get sticky feeling, it just, I don't know, it's just different. But anyway, I'm I'm going to be in the woods in the shade, so it ought to be all right. And I'm taking my uh, GoPro 360 camera with me. I got a new tripod or selfie stick or whatever you want to call it for it where when you're filming, you don't see the stick anymore. I'd originally had just a regular uh, like selfie stick for it and it's kind of aggravating when when you you see the stick in the video so I ordered a selfie stick from uh, GoPro that goes with my 360 camera I think it's a GoPro Max is the name of the camera I've got and I haven't used it that much and I don't think I've even published any of the film I've done but it's kind of cool but I've really got a lot of learning to do because you can just kind of scroll around and 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 get different views on how you want to do it. I mean, you can make it look like you're running around the world, 
but also you can uh, move it while you're editing where you can just see what's behind you what's in front of you what's you know all around it's a cool camera I'm just a real novice using it and I thought I'd go out today while I'm on my walk and try to film some and then maybe come back and do a little editing to see if I can figure out how to do it right and I don't know if I'm gonna have to I usually use well lately when I've done a couple of GoPro things I just use GoPro quick which is easy because GoPro just kind of takes highlights out of your what you've filmed and makes a film for you and puts sound with it you know the music but when I actually edit it I usually use iMovie on my Mac and I don't know how it'll handle a 360 camera. Uh, it may and it may not. And if it doesn't, then I guess I'm gonna have to try to find some more editing software for video, which means I'd end up having to buy something, probably, which I, I, I'm a cheapskate in some respects. I guess I'm not a cheapskate when it comes to buying running shoes because, I mean, when it comes to running shoes, I mean, I've got too many of those, and every time a new pair comes out, I think I need them, whether I've got mileage on my old ones or not. And I, the shoes I've got on right now are uh, Ultra Lone Peak Sixes, which I think is the newest Lone Peak. And I have just ordered. I don't know if you've ever heard of the company, a Treyu running company, they're from Austin. They're kind of a niche company, and I've ordered a pair of trail shoes from them, but they're like pre-ordered. They, they, you pre-order them, and then they're made, and then you get them shipped to you. So it's going to be a while before I get those shoes. And I ordered a pair of base Treyus to... Uh, just check out they're supposed to be super lightweight and the thing is is they're less I mean they were under a hundred dollars so I hope that I like them when they get here I did make a mistake the first time I just went on their website and I saw 11 and a half so that's the size I wear right and I clicked on it and I ordered them and then the next day I was doing something and I looked at my ordered and I ordered 11 and a half women's, okay? <laughs> well, well uh, that's a 10 men's. So I sent them an email and said uh, that I screwed up my orders anyway I can uh, change it. And uh, they basically told me that the order had already been shipped and the thing I should do is uh, when I received those small shoes just return them go through the return process and if I wanted to get the other shoes you know faster I, I I could just go online and order another pair and that's what I did I ordered a second pair which is going to be here this next Thursday and I haven't received the, the women the women's 11 and a half yet so 
when I get those I'm just gonna ship them back and get a refund for those but I think total the total cost of the shoe shipping and everything was like 90 bucks which nowadays is really inexpensive for a, a current version of a shoe I mean you can get a you know like a last year's version of a shoe at a discount but normally you can't get a current version that cheap because it seems like most shoes are in the 115, 120, 130, 140 all the way up. I think the most I've spent for a shoe is like 180 and I don't know why I did that but anyway uh, that shoe is going to be coming in on Thursday and I plan on taking them out for a spin when they come in to see how they are. It's called the base model, a Treyu base model shoe. It's a black shoe with red sole. And just before I ordered them, I they had a little video on shoe size and I clicked on that and watched it and the person that was doing the thing says if you're buying a shoe size over men's nine size up a half size which is a good thing I looked at that because that means I ordered a size 12 instead of 11 and a half so <laughs> we'll see when the shoe comes in if it's gonna be the correct fit or not uh, hopefully it is because I really don't want to have to keep shipping shoes back and getting other ones and and that particular model that color black with the red sole they didn't have an 11 and a half anyway they had 12 and it said to size up a half size so that's what I did so hopefully it'll fit correctly and I and the uh, trail model that I ordered I think it's called the base trail it's not going to even be shipped until September. So I'm not really concerned about that. But I think the total price on that shoe, on the trail shoe, is like $121, including shipping and everything. So I feel if these shoes are good, that it's a lower price shoe. And I'm like, you know, I put them in my rotation. So right now, uh, I, ru I run in, I got some Ultra, ultra Torin Dot 4 plush that I wear. And I've got, uh, I can't even say, it's a Nike React Infinity Run version 2 that I run in. I I really like those shoes. I'm not a big Nike fan lately, but those particular shoes really are comfortable. I'll have to say that I, when I wear those shoes, I'm very comfortable running. So between the Ultras and the Nikes, and I've got a pair of Hoka Rincons. I actually got two pairs. I got a pair, they're the original version, Rincons, but 
I, I have a second pair that I haven't even opened the box yet. So... Just went through the gate at Stone Mountain, so... Wasn't as crowded at the front gate as I thought it was going to be. This is a Sunday early afternoon, and that's usually when the crowds start showing up out here. And uh, I work out here part-time at the golf course, so I've got a uh, RFID on the window of my car, and they have an employee gate that is activated by the RFID. The only thing is, on a Sunday afternoon or even Saturday afternoons, they open all the gates and they do away with the employee gate. So it doesn't do me any good to have an RFID to get in. I just got to get in line and come in with everybody else. So I'm at the park now. I'm going to go find me a parking spot and go over on the trail and get in a couple miles. If if I'm walking for 45 minutes, that's going to put me, depending on my pace, over over two miles walking-wise. And if I do, a mile, you know, an hour, it's going to put me around three miles. Except sometimes when you're walking on the trail, you go slower than that when you're just when you're just walking. I mean, I'm really not walking today as like an exercise walk. I'm just kind of moseying. I'm going to hook up this GoPro and mess with it, so I'll probably be losing a little time just screwing with the camera while I'm, you know, trying to walk. So that's what I'll do. So I'll, uh, End this for now and uh, come back later. How's that? I'm back in my car now and headed home. I got in a little over two miles on the trail at Stone Mountain and uh, had a good walk. The temperature was in the 70s and I got a little over two miles. I didn't walk very fast but I was screwing with my camera quite a lot and uh, still got in two miles in 45 minutes. I, I walked 45 and that's what I'd planned to do. So I got a little over two and didn't even break a sweat hardly uh, in the shade in the woods there uh, walking on the trail. We'll see how uh, my 360 camera did. I tried, when I first got back in the car, I tried to look at some of the video on my phone and it's low resolution so, I mean, you can see that it, you know, what you were doing, but you can't tell how crisp the, the video came out or anything. So 
when I get home I'm going to download it and put it on my Mac and uh, mess with it and uh, if, if I get anything worth looking at I'll probably put it on my uh, Lost Trail Runner Facebook page for uh, the members to look at and if you're not a member of uh, Lost Trail Runner Facebook page you can go on there and sign up. I don't think I have any requirements to, to get on there. So that's uh, about it for uh, my little excursion to Stone Mountain today. I'm going to be going over to uh, the Camp Creek Greenway Trail this afternoon, probably fairly late, around 5.30, 6 o'clock, and run a Magic Mile, which is going to be... Uh, mile warm-up, a fast mile, and then a mile cool-down. So it'll be a like a time trial in that middle mile. And I don't expect to be able to <laughs> go very fast because I'm doing a Galloway run-walk and uh, I don't know what I've got my timer set on. I probably got it on 30-30. I might switch it and try to run a little bit faster. I'm on my daily runs, I've been running, uh, my runs have been 45 minutes too, which gives me a little over three miles, 3.2, 3.1 half, you know, something like that. And my pace there, my Galloway timer, I've been using like 18.30 and I've been averaging of the three I did this week, I think I did a little under 14 minute pace, 13 something, and yesterday I did a 14, 19 pace. That's with uh, running 18 seconds, walking 30 seconds. See, when you're 80 years old like I am, you can get away with doing that kind of stuff. When I was younger, I didn't do the run walk. And I, I would have been curious if I was younger and known about run walk if I could have run the marathons I ran at a faster pace just because I got the walks in. Of course, my you know my my run walk breaks when I was younger would have been a whole lot different. They would have probably been two and a half minute runs and a thirty second walk, something like that. But as you get older, you switch that little timer button and uh, walk a little bit more and run a little bit less but it's still all running right that's what counts now 18 minute eight well 18 second run and a 30 second walk is just my easy you know easy run uh, today on my magic mile I try, I've been hitting around 11.40 pace on my Magic Miles, which, I mean, I haven't really gone all out on them, I'll have to say that, but 11.40 pace has been fairly easy to hit, and one of these days when I'm in the mood, I'm going to see if I can 
go under that by running, you know, a little bit longer and walking a little bit less. But using the run, walk, run works for me at my age. And when you guys get this old, you'll probably be doing it too. So not being competitive anymore is a blessing and a curse, I guess. You, you don't worry about how fast other people are running anymore when you're 80. And the only people you're concerned about are the people in your age group, and there really aren't that many. So uh, you're kind of in a free zone there. You get to do what you want and not be too concerned about worrying about fast pace and slow pace and all that other stuff. Well, I'm going to cut this off and uh, maybe put out a short podcast this afternoon. It's about time for another one if I'm going to start being consistent. So I'll talk to you later. See ya. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We'll be here next time. Keep the emails coming in and be sure to subscribe.